0: Our guest speaker this morning, I'm telling you, this is the guy that's got an awesome heart for God. This is the guy that's incredibly gifted and talented. He's our very own student ministry pastor. So let's show some love, and let's give God praise for the ministry and the life of Pastor Brad Sims this morning. Thank you,
1: and good morning. You guys are amazing for being here. Uh, Thank you for being here and, and braving the rain i pray that god will speak to you this morning and i'm super excited uh to to be here to share Uh, i love being the student pastor Uh, i get to it's not something i have to do uh it's something that god has has blessed me with and uh can we just show some love for pastor josh because we have a uh, senior pastor that that believes in the next generation that That not every, uh, I I, I talk to youth pastors all across Georgia all the time, and and not every senior pastor is that supportive of of the next generation, and, and we are blessed to have them, and uh, and I couldn't do it without my incredible, incredible wife. She, she's the glue that holds the youth ministry together. Uh, she, uh, she literally, if we'd be a hot mess if uh, she didn't uh, help, help us keep it in line. So it's definitely not about me. And we have some other incredible leaders also. Uh, but if you have your Bibles, open them up to 1 Timothy 4. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go into 1 Timothy 4, Timothy 4 and uh, read from verse 11. This is a letter that, that Paul is writing to his, his young uh, mentee, his, his protege, that, that he finds. And we'll, we'll get a little bit more into that. But verse 11, it's on the screen if you don't have it. It says, Command and teach these things. Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young. Young people. Highlight that, write that down. Don't let anyone look down on you or sideline you or discount you because you're young. But, but here, check this out. But set an example for the believers, young people, set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity i believe that the next generation can set the example of where we're going and where we're headed to by uh, set the example and the way they love each other the way the way they speak the way they they have faith the way they the, in their purity and and paul commands timothy until i come devote yourselves to the public reading of the scriptures Boom, what are were, what were we doing? Uh, public reading of scriptures to preaching and teaching. And then check this out. Uh, older people are not so young. Maybe you're not as young as you used to be. I want you to pay attention to this verse. Verse 14, it says, uh, and also young people, this speak, is speaking to you, but we all have a part in this verse. It says, do not neglect the gift which was given you through prophecy Check this out, when the body of elders lay their hands on you, be diligent in these matters, give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress, watch your lives and doctrine closely, persevere in them, because if you do, you'll save both yourself and your hearers. Can we pray one more time? God, we love you. God, we just thank you right now. God, we invite you to speak to us, God. That, God, that you would give us revelation this morning, God, of of what part we play in this body of community, this this community of believers, Lord. God, I pray that that you would speak to every young person, every older person, Father God, every person uh, from the youngest to the oldest today, Father God. I pray that we would leave inspired and, and changed and challenged by your word, God. God, let us leave here differently, God, with, with a, a, a sense of uh, of calling in our life, Father God. A, 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 a challenge to take into this year, to, to see something happen that maybe not that hasn't happened yet, God. God, we open our hearts right now. God, speak to us through your word. In your holy name, we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. But Gen Z things were annoying, but when they need financial help, they suddenly come swarming. We're about to burn you in this battle, here's your warning. But not as hard as you'll be burned by our friend Global Warming. You're Ouch. so glued to your phones, you better find another hobby. The Z
0: in your name stands for Generation Zombies. We got better music and by far better fashions. Education used to eat Kardashians, yeah. Boomers run this country and we do it with the boom. And it'll stay that way until we're deep inside our tombs. I think they're scared to fight us because they're not here in the room. Either that or they're just way too busy balancing their brooms. Gen Z's are also disappointing, boomers. Yeah, we rock. Why are we fighting people who just use their cell phones as a clock? while we spend all of our days researching a bunch of stocks? They stay locked inside their rooms making their stupid TikToks. You rely on us so much, all you care about is clout. Sorry, we're the generation you could never live without. You Use such explicit language like you're all from down south. Yet for people who eat Tide Pods, you sure have dirty mouths. What? Uh, yeah. Gen Z coming through. We've been cooler from the start. Our generation's basically just Boomers after dark. They're a bunch of dinosaurs, but nobody just a bark Walking in the room of boomers feels like it's Jurassic Park If the world was on a ship, you know Gen Z would have steered it Everything we do, all these boomers always fear it A boomer mass extinction, we are getting kinda near it Why am I even rapping if there's no way you can hear it, yeah Boomers think we're lazy, but they closed a lot of doors They didn't teach us well, they're the reason we're all poor They were born when soldiers came home right after the war So how does it feel that Hitler is the reason you were born? Oof, talking to a boomer, it can be a little tricky I've never seen a generation that is quite so picky. They pullin' out their Walkmans, still listening to the Dixies. And they walking out their closets, dressin' like it's still the 60s. Yeah, this rapper's is the truest, and there ain't nothing that's truer. Every day their numbers drop, every day, yet yeah, there is fewer.
1: Their comebacks are almost as dry as their sense of humor. Yeah, no matter what you say, we'll respond with OK Boomer, what? <laughs> okay, if there's any hate mail about that video, you can go ahead and just email your emails to josh.pate at idoncare.com. He'll get it there, I promise, and respond. But uh, I want to talk to you today about generation gap. There's, there's always been a, a generation battle, if you will. Uh, we, we love our own generation. I'm personally, I think I, I'm uh, the oldest millennial uh, that you can be. I'm like right there on the bubble, 82 baby what's up 82 holler at you but um and so uh but today we i i love young people and i'm around young people all the time uh teaching high school like me and my wife's uh live scream young people and it just helps us stay younger uh too but uh th- there's this generation battle and we have these these uh i don't even know what they're called now there's there's millennials there's a generation uh, why there's the, the i generation, a lot of them, a lot of our young people now, uh, they don't even remember a time where there wasn't a smartphone right? The the young people now, when they were two or three, we're handing them cell phones saying, hey, uh, just give me a minute. Can I just have uh, some peace and quiet? Play some uh, crossy road or some, uh, uh, what's the little uh, guy that you you swipe and uh, they follow the the... jewels? Help me out. Um, The little guy with the train tracks and he jumps and subway subway surfer. Play a little bit of subway surfer and give me a minute, I'm trying to do something important, like check my Facebook and respond to somebody's uh, opinion on here right now but uh so there, there's this generation battle and, and we all love our own generation because that generation that that time that we grew up was the best right when i grew up i, I grew up when i was a little kid on on some uh voltron uh cartoon voltron was the best i love voltron some he-man uh that was my jam i, I love the 90s anything 90s i love saved by the bell uh come on like i love the 90s and uh, i grew up up uh, I came of age in the 90s and so we love our generation and oftentimes even now teaching high school I see things that the students are doing and I realize I'm getting a little bit older now because I don't understand Uh, there's things like like no cap they say Uh, and and that means that you're lying and like if you're saying something that that's just outlandish or like you're capping or, or if you say something that that's like like amazing you just say no cap afterwards and that makes it true and so uh, a little bit and so I and so I see this, or if if somebody thinks you're lying, they say on oh, God. And so this is this is what they say all day. And, and I realize I'm getting a little bit older because I I don't quite understand the language as as, as I used to. And um, and they let me know because sometimes I'll, I'll use it, and the kids are like, Mr. Sims, really? And I'm like, I'm just kidding. But. Uh, a lot of times, we, we, when we don't understand something, or we're ill-conceived, or uh, maybe uh, we just have pre-existing uh, notions about something, we tend to fear it, or we we, we tend to, to sideline it. Uh, recently, we watched, uh, me and my wife went to the movies and saw a movie called Jojo Rabbit, and uh, the movie was a satire about this, this little boy that was uh, grew up in the age of, of War II and, and Hitler, and he he, he was a, a German, and he he was full out just devoted to Germany and the cause, and was had all these preconceived notions about to the Jewish people and stuff, and and uh, not to spoiler alert, if you know, again. Uh, Josh. Pay. I'm just kidding. Um, but spoiler alert. Um, he he finds his mom hiding a Jewish person uh, in 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 the in the house, and and at first he hates her because he doesn't understand. He he has all these preconceived notions. And and when I watched this video, it, it made me laugh. But then a part of me kind of got a little sad because we tend to have this battle, this 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 gap, this chisholm between generations and we begin to hate things that we don't understand about the next generation or we we have these preconceived ideas oh the millennials are just lazy they 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 don't know how to work uh because we we tend to leave home later we 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 tend to start uh settling down later in lives right um we have these things, and we begin to start uh, uh, downplay them. We, we, we start to say, oh, that's, you know, we look at these, these young people today, and we, we don't see the potential, or we, we, we say, oh, they're just not going to do anything because they're, they're uh, Gen Y, they're Gen Z, they're, they're, you know, whatever. The I generation, they're all about themselves. But I look in the Bible, and, and I see so many times, and, and I love these stories of the Bible. We're going to, we're going to talk about a few of them. And, and today, I want you to understand that, that God has not called us to a generation battle. God has called the church to live in community. He has called us to, what does the Bible say? It, it's, it's written in, in the word that they will know us by the love we have for one another. Look, there's no age limit on that. Come on now. He didn't say the, 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 how the, the young people love each other. And then the old, old I'm sorry, I won't say that word, old. Older people are uh, more, they'll say more mature people love each other, right? No. Uh, it says that they will lo- know that you're my disciples by the way that you love each other. Not just who, we're, we're called to be in a community in the Old Testament there's a story of a prophet and he, he comes to a house led led there by God and uh, and, and Samuel walks into the house and there, there's this generation of sons and and he sees the oldest, and he's like, uh, and God speaks to him, no, that's not it. He sees the next one, no, that's not it. He sees the next one, no, that's not it. And he goes down until there's no more sons to look at, and and then he's like, he's like, is is there anybody else? And then the father says, yes, there's one more. Was, he's just the youngest. The, He's just the youngest boy. Don't worry about him. Right? Like, if, if and I'm thinking about, look, even God says, he says that, that I don't look on the outside, but I see what's on the inside. Oh, can we, if we can see the, through the eyes of God, may we see the, the, the potential in our young people. Can we see the potential? I don't look on the outside, but I look on the inside. When I'm teaching, and I'm, I'm, uh, and look it's a ministry. I, I'm not there to teach science. I, I'll just be up front with you. I'm there to, to, to reach young people. I'm a youth pastor in disguise. I'm praying over students. I'm not, maybe not out loud, but I'm telling them about environmental science, but I'm actually praying over them, trying to speak into their lives. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to them at FCA in the hallways, but I see them, and their pants are down to here, and I see their whole booty out, and I'm like, Yo, I ain't Trying to see all that. Like, but if if I let it, I can I can let that stop me. Right? And then and, and, and the way they're talking. I mean, oh God, let me see past that. And let me see the potential in them. I'm telling you, I have worked with some young people and a lot of times we fear the future, but I'm going to tell you today, and maybe it's just prophetic, but we are okay. God is going to use this next generation, young people, God is going to use you to reach and to form and to bring revival to different. God has called the young people. He has put something in them, a gift in them that, that, that he is going to bring Bring out in them. We have a part to play in that. Samuel calls. He says, We were not going to sit down until David comes. And, and David is out in the field tending his father's sheep. He's the youngest. What if Samuel, I mean, it could have been anything. Oh, David's probably just chilling, chilling out there. He, he's so lazy, he doesn't even want to be in here, right? Generation gap generation battle what what if that generation thing would, he just has these preconceived notions it, the bible doesn't say that but i mean putting it in our context if if we if we were if i was samuel if you were samuel i mean what would you think and finally the youngest son coming in from the field sweaty cuz he was working he was out in the field in the heat dirty probably didn't look like much it says his, his brothers were, were these strong, good-looking guys. David's the youngest. He, he doesn't look like much. But God saw something in him. God saw something in him. And then, look, David, God spoke to Samuel. And Samuel saw that and began to anoint him the next king of Israel. To anoint him the king of Israel. Look, I believe that God has called us to live in community. I believe that God has called us. To, to play a, a role in bringing the gift out in these young people, to by, by faith, seeing something in them and bringing that gift out. The, uh, Paul, Paul, check this out. Paul was in his first missionary uh, journey. He was tra- traveling through Asia Minor, and he, he meets this, this mom and this grandmom. And he, he tells them about Christ, and they come to Christ, and they begin to serve Jesus. And this grandmom and this, this mom begin to serve Jesus. And the next journey uh, through Asia Minor, uh, a couple years later, he's traveling. He meets the mom and the grandmom again. And now they have their son uh, and the grandson, Timothy. And Timothy has, has come to know the Lord. Amen. <laughs> My grandma's here. I love my grandma. Can we just honor my grandma? Because uh, she's she's amazing. There's something about a praying grandma. I would not be here without a praying grandma, without an influence, an influence like that. See, my grandma, my grandfather saw something in me when I was young, and I, I wasn't really serving the Lord. And they saw something in me. See, the grandma and, and the mom had, had reached their son. Now, now Paul is traveling. He sees this young man, Timothy, and he sees something in him, and he begins to bring that gift out in him. He sees that calling that God has in him. And he begins to, to, to bring that gift out in him. And, and Paul writes, and, and 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 young people, listen, listen to me. You have a gift. You have a calling in your life. The Bible says that that in Jeremiah, Jeremiah writes that he knows the plans he has for you, the plans to give you hope in a future, plans to prosper you. Look. Uh, just like Timothy did, I'm going to charge you today. Do not let anyone look down on Don't let anybody discount that gift that God has in you. God has called you, and, and he has He has placed a gift in you. You have a responsibility to, to develop that gift. Young, uh, older, m- More mature people, n- not older people, we're not going to say old people. More mature people, God has called us. Look, it says that it's, he... Paul charges Timothy he says do not neglect the gift which was given you right they didn't just they he, Timothy didn't just wake up and go i kind of feel like i got a gift you know like no like the old the elders of the church laid hands and brought that gift out of him first see we have a uh, we have a responsibility to to bring that gift out, to develop that, to give the young people of this church a space to to make mistakes, to to begin to develop that that gift. See, I had a I had a youth pastor. He's not here today because I believe they're traveling. But Pastor Lance saw something in this crazy-looking 16-year-old uh, teenager that that had a big mohawk, that had green hair, that was that that just came to church, that didn't know really the Bible stories. He saw something in him, and he he. Came Gave me space and opportunity to, to speak and, and to fail and then and to, to learn and to grow and, and and opportunities to to go to uh, to youth conferences and to to do uh, uh, what we did what we called a power source and, and learn these things and and he brought that gift out of me and and look at me now started from the bottom now I'm here um <laughs> Oh, uh, you're too nice, but um, but for real, God, ha- I want us to understand the role that we play. You play a pivotal role in the development of the the young people's gift, young people. You have a pivotal role in this church. Your role is not just to hang out in breakfast club, which we love. We love some breakfast, amen. Free food. Uh, It's not just to have high, you know, God has, you have a role and to set an example for the next generation, to set the tone. You, you are, you have a role and not just the, the children's church. Yes, serve. Well, you have a role Sunday morning. You have a role in which God is calling you and he is developing you for a time. Because look, we're going to grow. and The next five years, man, we're going to grow, but we can't just keep a, a community of more mature people because more mature people just become even more mature. You know? <laughs> and then... And... And then, if we don't reach the young people, who's going to take our place? Who are we? see? I believe that God has called us to have a, a Timothy, and then young people. God has called you to have a Paul. Look, who I'm, who is your who is your Timothy today? Who is your Paul? There's a great there's a great thing to be said about having a mentee and a mentor. I would not be the person I, I am without without people that mentored me that that when when I did fail, when I when I when I felt like quitting ministry Pastor Robbie was is a, a huge influence in my life. He's a, he's a he's a missionary to Georgia Tech campus. He's he's been an incredible person that that was there uh, speaking into my life. My wife has been a mentor to me. She is she is she has pushed me and saw something in me uh, academically that that I would have never saw in myself. I would have I, honest God would have never thought I would have been a teacher. Uh, but I love it. It's, it's uh, I love it. Like I would, It's funny on Facebook when I when I talked about it. Uh, an old friend of mine uh, said. I would have never thought that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me either. But God has a plan. God has a gift that's in us. There's something to be said to have a, a Timothy and to have a Paul. I'm going to ask you, who is your Timothy today? Who is your Timothy? And, and i got, I got so much to say. I'm going to keep going. But Paul met Timothy and saw something in him. Man, let that speak into our lives. Man, When when we're when we're praying when we're when we're in this church, man, man, we need to be just aware. It's so easy to get kind of consumed in our own little bubble. Uh, Like, you know, if if like takes nursery. I'm not called to nursery. I'll just be honest with you. I've done that. I, I had three in diapers. I had you know we we did the baby thing, the toddler thing. I I love them. God bless them. They're cute, like Jim and Keeley help us with, uh, with uh, you know uh, urgent stuff. And I love or Ara. like she's the sweetest, little cutest little girl in the world. But I ain't trying to keep her. I ain't try- Like I, she's. I love it. And they're in that stage of life. But that's not my calling. And because that's not my calling, oftentimes I can forget that. There's, there's a need, right, because I don't have to go back there, check my kids in, like, that's done for me, and so when we get in that own bubble, but Jim and Keeley know that need, right, they, they're invested in that, that nursery, because that, that's speaking to them, and so, like, oftentimes, we get in our own bubble, like, in our own ministry bubble, where we forget, where we forget that, that, look, this, this is our church, this is our church, this isn't Pastor Josh's, this isn't, just Jeremy's or, or mine or it, this is this is our church. This is my kids' ministry. This is my nursery. This is my my uh small group of more mature ladies knitting, right? Y'all still do the knitting thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that not a thing? I think and so I think that's a thing. I don't know. But I just ruined the whole sermon. That's all right. Let's just close, God. I was but we we need to be invested in, in women's ministry and men's ministry and, and kids. Like we need to have ownership in this whole thing. Look, God in the next five years is going to do something powerful. And I believe in the next generation. I believe that the next generation is going to radically impact the tone of our church. They're going to radically impact the, the culture of our church. They're going to speak into, look, they know what's cool. Just be honest with you. I don't know what's cool. Um, they know what's cool. And so when we go and reach, because uh, look, the Paul even said, make said, make the gospel attractive. If we want to reach people, we need to make it cool, right? We don't need to dilute the the gospel, but we need to change the way we reach people. Uh, Having a a black and white suit with a tie and and a paper Bible and going door to door, knocking on people during dinnertime and having their dogs riled up and you're trying to hold Luna and she's scratching your face, clawing her eyes out just to lick the person. Look, and and that just turned me off. I'm just like mad. I'm like, yo, I'm already saved. Well, I'm barely saved right now just because you're making me mad. But look, I love you. God bless you. You know, like that just doesn't work these days. You know, like the way we reach people is going to be dictated by young people. We need to listen to our young people. We need to see our young people as an asset to our church and let them have that space to speak and to, to cultivate that. It's our job to give them that space to develop that gift. It's our job to give them the opportunities to come up here and, and, and lead worship. To to we have a, a youth band. I'm a, I'm about to get into everything that we're doing uh, and, and kind of cast a little vision as we land the plane here. But uh, man, I believe our, our urgent this year is going to be the biggest year yet. Come on, this year God is going to do an incredible work, and, and our youth ministry is, we call it urgent. Look, there's a there's a scripture in the Old Testament. It says that there was a generation that grew up that ne- neither knew God, nor served Him. Let that not be said of our church. Let that, I will not let that happen. And, and I believe that we need to, to stand on the Word of God, and that should, be, that should be a shame on us if we allow a generation to grow up and not know God, know how to worship, know, not, know, know the Word of God. Let that be shame on us if we allow a generation of young people to grow up and not know God nor serve Him. Look, God is, has placed it, and, and it, look, as youth pastor, it's not my, just my job to make sure to reach young people, to disciple. I believe that God has called all of us to disciple Absolutely. and to make disciples. Yeah. My, uh, we need to make disciples that make disciples. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> God has called us to disciple people that are going to make disciples. That's how we're going to reach, the, that, that's how we're going to get to the 2,000, is when we begin to disciple the people that we have and, 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 and make them disciples. Jesus discipled 12, the few. He didn't reach the masses, Yeah, a massive, massive amount of people came. Until he said something hard, and then they said, "Yo, we're out. That's a little weird." And they're like, and he looked at his disciples, and said, "Where are you guys going?" And they're like, "We don't really have anywhere else to go because you just ruined all our friendships." And so, that's my paraphrase, and um, I'm sticking to it. But then, um, it's disciples that make disciples. He sent out the twelve. He discipled the twelve. They were like, yeah, you're pretty cool, Jesus. I'll hang out with you. And then, uh, and then he sent them out, and then they made disciples, that made disciples, that made disciples. Look, that's how we're going to get to 2,000. Okay, so we know that God has called us, right? We can all say, from what Pastor Brad has said, I have a role to play. Come on, talk back to me. Amen, right? We all know that we have a role to play in youth ministry. Some of you just cringed and said, I'm not called to youth ministry. I don't know, And that's not my thing. And praise God, that doesn't have to be your thing. But how can we all play a role? Obviously, we're not all going to show up at breakfast club because I don't have enough donuts to feed everyone or the budget. Um, but you can still play a role. How do we do this? First... Is pray. Yeah. Come on. Yes. It doesn't take anything but time to be able to pray for some young people. And I'm not just talking about, oh God, please let the young people stop being stupid. No, <laughs> don't pray that. Specifically, pray for the young people. Yeah. God, I pray that for their, their days at school. I pray that they would know you. I pray you're anointed. I pray that gift that's in them would begin to to develop. I pray that those broken families, look, young people, I see them day in, day out. They're going through some things. They face real problems. And, and sometimes we look at their problems, they're like, you don't know what problems are because you're not paying bills. But look, kids face tremendous issues these days, issues that we wouldn't even know begin to face when we were young. Pray for them. What can I do? I can pray for them. You can pray for them. You can pray for these young people. And I'm going to give you opportunity to do that here in a little bit. Pray for them. Pray and ask God what you can do. Not just pray for them, intercede for them, but pray and ask God, God, what can I do? Give me some creative ways I can support urgent youth, youth ministry. And we're always open to uh, creative ways and support. Second, get involved. Some of you just said, "I don't want to get involved. Youth is loud. They're they're crazy, and um, and you know we have hype nights and all these different things going on. And um, you don't actually have to even attend a youth service to be involved, but you can still be involved. You have a part to play. And let me tell you, uh, I, and I'll just be completely honest with you, and don't take offense to this. Some of you, I probably don't want you to actually come and and." <laughs> just to be real with you, I love you, and you have a part to play, (laughs) was that mean, I'm sorry, Pastor Josh is like, you're fired, (laughs) you're fired, (laughs) yeah, but I I mean that with all, because it's just not your calling, it's like, I, they probably don't want me in, in nursery, because I'll be like, I'm, this kid stinks, and he's jam hands, got boogers, I don't, it's not my thing, like, you know, so I just kind of stand there, please don't touch me, please don't touch me, please don't touch me, and I would not be of any help, <laughs> like, kids like, are like, hey, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, I had kids too, they, they were like, in my kids, I'm like, oh, they're not sticky, and then I look back at old videos, they're never clothed, their hair's everywhere, they're like, sorry, girls, <laughs> They're all teenagers now. They probably hate me too. Uh, I'm not winning friends and influencing people today. Um, We all can be a part of this. Let's just go back. We can all be a part of it. You have a part to play. But you don't have to give up your, your Sunday night to be here to be a part of it. You don't have to get here early to be at breakfast club to be a part of it. So how can I be a part of it? You may ask yourself. Look, you can give financially. You can give uh, other ways, not financially. that You can donate. Look, we always have things going on. Uh, one of the biggest ways is, is financial support. When I was a young person, and you've probably heard me say this before, and I'm just going to say it again. You might be tired of it, but that's okay. But youth ministry saved my life. That's why I'm a youth pastor. Literally saved my life. I, my, my parents were, were just crazy, and, and God love them. Um, and, and I was headed down the wrong path, and uh, my aunt and uncle took me in and, and let me live with them for a little bit. I met a, I met a guy named Mike Hoff, incredible, incredible man, still loves Jesus, and he invited me to church, and, and, and I came, and it, there was a youth ministry there, and the youth ministry was there because some older people in the church, some more mature people, some more financially stable people in the church May not have wanted to be there, but they they supported that. They they gave, and that opened the door for me to be able to hear the word of God and receive. And, and youth ministry saved my life. We're, we're ending here. There's a couple things we we do, and, and and you might not be aware of this, but uh, urgent student ministries we. We, first and, and third Sunday of the month, we do Breakfast Club. And Breakfast Club, what we do is we, we talk about the Bible. It's more of an open uh, forum. We, we, we do SOAP method, which is Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. So we, we bring up the Scripture. We, we talk to them. We, we hang out. We fellowship. We, we eat breakfast. Uh, a lot of times it's donuts. It's a lot, it's, none of it's good for you. Uh, next time we're, we're cooking quiche, I believe. And... Um, they're so excited about the quiche. I don't even know why, but uh sometimes it's pop tart parties it's we we've mixed it up sometimes it's it's uh uh martin's biscuits bacon it's never anything healthy and so uh, we just pray over it and pray away the heart disease and the calories and um they're young though they can they get the rest of their lives to, to eat good and um so and so uh we do that, and, and it's been incredible. Amen? The young people, y'all love that. And so we do uh, a Breakfast Club first and third Sundays. Uh, and starting in March, young people, listen, starting in March, we're going to start having a, a small group. Uh, we're going to start Illuminate. Illuminate's going to be an initiative where uh, we we believe we want to uh, reach more students. We want to have more time with our students because every time we get together it's, it's opportunities to to reach young people and and so Illuminate's gonna be the th- uh, second and fourth Wednesday night uh, of the month and and that those Illuminate nights we're gonna uh, Meet here at 530 and we're gonna have hangout and food because if you feed them they will come they will that's that's my motto for ministry. If you want feed them and they'll come. And then they we'll get here at five thirty and they'll come and eat and we'll hang out and then we'll have a little bit of worship with our 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 new urgent student band. Come on, we're so excited about that. We're so excited. They're doing they're doing incredible too. Uh, some really young musicians are are, are are just killing it. I love it. Uh, just doing some doing great and so we're putting that together and they're going to lead us in worship and we're going to worship together and then we're going to get in the word and that's going to look different every time and, and we're so excited about that our 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 our, our student uh leaders are, are just really excited about that uh I, uh march 22nd we have hype night coming up uh it's going to be everything's green uh it's going to be st patty's day we're going to give green for speed the light speed the light is a missions initiative we support every year um, that that buys vehicles for missionaries out in the field that that will speed the light of the gospel support us in that help us and we're going to have different fundraisers for that uh coming up March twenty second. We're having uh CLC worship band, Columbus Leadership College, incredible uh band. They're gonna be here with us leading worship. They came last year and just we had fifty students. It was the whole room <sighs> the room was two thousand degrees hot. It was crazy. And um, so many people it was room wall to wall just people everywhere. It was incredible. We fed them. Uh, we, it, was, it was an incredible night of ministry. A lot of people made decisions for Jesus. Uh, lives were changed. So uh, how can you be involved? Give. Uh, we're going to start an a, a initiative coming up uh, called the uh, 4,400. And the 4,400 is uh, $4,400. $4,400, that's a lot of money, right? Uh, what does that do though? That's going to change eternity. That's going to change eternity for 20 people, 20 young people. We are going to camp this summer, and uh, $4,400 is going to send 20 young people to camp. 20 young people, and not just a camp where they just hang out and and play games. No, a camp where where the, the gospel of Jesus preached, where we go after God in a way that that they don't they don't have an opportunity to during the because it's a dead zone, right? <laughs> there's no there's no cell service on camp, and, and so like they're they're like tweaking a little bit. They don't they're like having withdrawals, and they're like if most of the camp you see people just doing this number like. Um but so like look it, it's it's a it's a week where they they get to leave their norm and they get to be in, in a, a different setting. And sometimes when we, we really need to hear the, the voice of God, we just need to get out of the, the noise. We just need to quieten down the noise a little bit. So it's a week for young people to, to block out the noise and to, to go after God. I've seen kids get called to ministry. I've seen kids healed. I've seen kids uh, just just broken before the Lord. Uh, they they learn how to, to worship. They learn how to, to read. They they make connections and friendships that, that they'll take the rest of their life. There's something about uh, camp. There's something special about camp that I'll, I'll never forget. Um, you know, the times at camp and, and just what God's not just done in students' lives, but my life and and Ryan's life. God has spoken to us, and, and it's incredible. It's incredible. So I want to challenge you, forty-four hundred dollars to uh, fully equip twenty young people to go to camp. We're gonna start a uh, a. A, adopt a student. And so this we're going to roll this out soon. Adopt a student. You don't have to take them home. They're not going to eat all, all your food at home. <laughs> not like that. But I want you to adopt a student. And when you adopt a student, we're going to have names and we're going to connect a name to to that. I'll, first, I want you to support them financially. And that could be whatever God lays on your heart. That could be $5. It could be the whole thing. It's $220 to send They'll send a kid to camp and they get a they get a t shirt they'll they'll keep until they grow out of it which would be about a month and then um, kids kids grow crazy and um and then uh so i want you to support them financially i want you to put a care patch we're going to ask you to put a care package together which might be a little uh like a little sack with some snacks and maybe a note saying hey i'm praying for you i believe god's going to do something in, in your life and and so and a little gatorade in there and so we want uh, everyone to put a care package and write a little note to the, uh, to your, your person that you're adopting and supporting and then the week of camp we're going to ask you to pray for them every night every day uh wake up or uh, the night of the service. Pray for them. Take, take a few moments uh, and pray for them and, and really pray for them. Pray that God will move in their life. And I believe God sent a, We're going to see an incredible, incredible work in our young people uh, from now till, till camp and right after camp. They'll come back from camp, changed, filled just with, filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, it's going to be an incredible time. Amen? Amen. All that's good? Yeah. You guys excited? Look, I'm so excited about what God's going to do. I'm going to ask us. I'm going to. Uh, I, I believe that God has challenged us today, and I believe that God has put something in, in our hearts to do. And uh, first, I want you know, one thing, one big thing, I, I've challenged us all to do is to pray. To pray for for not just the students. Pray for us. Pray for the, the youth pastors. Look, we need it. I need some prayer, obviously. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a hot mess, but <laughs> we need prayer. We need prayer. So if we could all just stand up, and I—I I, I didn't really plan on this, but I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of just prompted me to do this. So, um, just kind of roll with it. Dave, if you come play softly, um, and Rhiannon, will you, will you join me up here? For real, like Rhiannon's the most amazing person in the world. We just celebrated our twentieth Valentine together. Um, I, I want you to pray for us, and, and uh, not just us, uh, our leadership team, and and so if, if Sharina would um, kind of just come down here, right here, and, and Jim and Keeley, incredible, incredible leaders. Look, like, we would not be able to do youth ministry without without these people. I didn't even tell them, so I'm just surprised. I'm surprised. Just go with it, roll with it, and. Uh, and so these are our, uh, our urgent um, leadership, plus uh, Tony Hart. I don't think he's in here. I didn't see him. But um, I saw him earlier. But uh, he's, uh, he's part of our leadership, too. Incredible, incredible man that has a, a great vision for young people and loves young people. Um, and so I want to invite all the young people to, to just come up here and line up in front of uh, our, our youth leaders Come on, don't be shy. We're all family. And, okay, I want us to pray. I just want us to pray together. So if you could reach out your hands and begin to to intercede and and cry out to God uh, on the behalf of, of these young people, the next generation. God, we love you. Come on.